0: I really believe in dreaming big. I really believe in it, that everything is possible. Sky's the limit. All these cliches, they are not, in my opinion. Anyway, that this, is like, uh, anyway this is
1: how my life uh, proved me so far. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by Jay Ventures a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, and is sponsored by Hillel Stanford, UpWest, and Hippo Insurance. Welcome, everyone, to episode 196. Our guest today is Omri Krigel, the founder of Homeward Ventures, a fund that invests in early-stage innovative startups with the goal to holistically support bold and ambitious entrepreneurs. His service as captain in the Israeli Navy SEALs has shaped his results-driven mentality and dedication to hard work. Omri holds over 15 years of business experience in various sectors and following several life-changing events, serves as a motivational speaker to different organizations. Omri was the chairman of the IDC Zell Alumni Organization and was named by Poets and Quants for the best and brightest EMBA list. Omri Kriegel, thank you for being on my show. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
1: I am so honored to have you. I've heard so much about you from, from uh, my good friend, Mickey, and you've invested in him. And so over the past uh, a pretty long time, I've been, I've been hearing about uh, really a wonderful relationship between an investor and a founder. And I've been gaining inspiration as to the type of investors that I will look for and the type of relationships that I will want to have. But Omri, I, I'd love to start this show. Uh, before we get to your investment thesis and, and how you operate, I'd love to talk a little bit about you because you have an unconventional story. Of how you of, of of your life journey, and uh, w- given all of the adversities that you've that you've had, you've come to a really wonderful place with with a, with a, I think some pretty remarkable insights. So, Marie, why don't you take me all the way back, and however much you feel comfortable sharing, I'd love to hear about the different things that 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 happen along the way, and, and and some of the insights that you've gained from them.
0: Sure. So uh, again, thank you for having me, and um, honored to be here. Um, maybe I'll go a little bit about my background. So just to have the full picture about myself and where I'm coming from and what's, what's my background and, uh, uh et cetera. So I, I was born in a tiny place in the South of Israel, actually in the desert called uh, Arad, um, uh, this is where I was you know, born and grew up. Um, I think it really, it's, it's it was a wonderful place that impacted me significantly, mostly around values and morals and the people I grew up with. Gave me the drive and push to you know to many of that you know of of, of I guess the values that I'm currently aspiring for. Um, after you know great childhood down in the south in the desert, I I, I went to the Israeli uh, army and I served for uh, I guess around seven years in, in the Israeli Navy SEALs. So uh, that was a very meaningful time for me. I, I served there as a combat soldier later as a as an officer as a captain. Uh, and I guess this this really shaped my mentality around you know kind of a never give up mentality, hard work, and and things that comes with with surfing in such a in such a unit. And then I, then I basically I went to do my 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 undergrad in a, in, a, in in IDC, which is the interdisciplinary center in Herzliya, uh, and I started this administration, entrepreneurship, and the Zell program. Um, and this gave me some more understanding about business and, and, and entrepreneurship in general, because I'm not coming from, from this type of background at all. Both of my parents worked, you know, down south and the, uh, you know, work general worked so over there. I had the best childhood, but uh, it's, uh, I don't have the business, so I didn't have the business or entrepreneurial, um, um bring up, uh, upbringing, but, sorry.
1: Uh, Domri uh, Omri, talk to me a little bit about Zell so Zell I know very very well we had both Liat Aron's son on the show who was the executive director I don't know if she was the executive director when you were in Zell but no, she uh, yeah. one of, and so she's she a phenomenal person and, and as so many other Israelis that that have been on the show Alon al- and and Asaf van uh, from from Zell so what why why go to the Zell entrepreneurship program you're in combat in the IDF you grow up in Arad uh, how do you end up? deciding that you want
0: to be an entrepreneur. So you want to hear the true story or just uh, (laughs) tell you? So the way it was, I was like every Israeli after my military service, I went to travel. Some people go to the Far East. I went to South America. I already enrolled to Tel Aviv University, studied uh, law. And uh, while I was in Bariloche in the south of Argentina, um, you know, between one party to the other, a friend of mine sent me an email saying, hey, he was studying at IDC and he said, well, uh, I think you would like this program. I think it fits you. And I went to the website it was, you know, 2005, 2006, very different than what it is right now. And I don't know, something ticked, something made me feel that, uh, that it, that it's, it's right for me, you know, that the freedom around it and the understanding you're, you're going to learn new, you know, new things and how to start your own business. And I just said, this, this is for me. And, uh, and then I changed my enrollment and went to the IDC. So this is this was the only, you know, this was the thing that made me go to study uh, in the Zell program.
1: Uh, yeah. So, so, so how were how are those? How, how was your time with the Zell program? You starting out saying, "Okay, I wanna, I might be a law student," you end up in the you end, you end up in an excellent entrepreneurship world. What What were some things that really excited you about it?
0: I think it's a combination of the people around you. Uh, and so one is the people around you. second is the level of the program, the level of the academic program, and the fact that you can combine academic world into real life hands-on activities. So I think that, and uh, I think that this combination was very unique for me, the fact that I can learn and write a business model on a business that I'm trying to build myself, which was a complete failure, by the way. Uh, I think that, I think that it was, uh, it was, it was a great
1: experience for incredible. Okay, so you so you you're finished the IDC, you finished this entrepreneurship program and then and and let's continue on the journey.
0: So finished, then I then I basically had an opportunity to open a, you know, a, a coffee shop in Israel. So I opened a I raised capital for for the first business that I did. I raised capital a significant amount of capital for me back then from external investors from the US. Uh, I brought a couple of local friends that joined the investors as well and we opened a coffee, a big coffee shop in, the, in one of the biggest entertainment centers in Israel, uh, in the cinema city in in, 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 in Rishon LeZion. whoever knows it. Oh yeah uh, and and uh, and I think I remember the night that I signed the contract of this investment of this deal, I I didn't sleep for for, for a whole night. And I had a girlfriend back then asked me what, what why didn't you sleep? Well, what's going on? You know, it's supposed to be a happy day. I said, I can't believe really, I took responsibility for other people's money and, you know, if it's going to fail. And uh, a lot of, you know, I, I won't say insecurities, but kind of things that are coming with taking responsibility and stepping right. up. I think it, sounds it, very, very it sounds very healthy, by the way, those feelings, right? They, they are healthy. They are healthy. I think that as even, you know, even now today, when I will talk later about what I do today, but even now when I, you know, do investment. Uh, and, and a managed fund which with, with other people's money or you know founders they take money or take investments from from it comes to a lot of responsibility and I think it's good to have this kind of like sense of I won't say fear because fear is not healthy but sense of responsibility. This is something that I think is very important. So I did that. I did it for six months. I didn't even know how to how to do coffee in the machine. You know, I I don't even know until today how to make coffee or or anything like that. I wasn't at all on the operational side. After six months, I've joined a UK based startup, which they were looking for uh, an Israeli kind of like country manager, uh, which was quite interesting because it's a UK startup. It's two founders. And the first role that they wanted to hire is someone from Israel to be the country manager. So in a way I was first employee country manager, but of a company that just started, it was exciting ride. I had a very great experience over there. I worked with the two founders, uh, we're very close until today, great investor behind them. Uh, and, um, yeah, it was my first basically international experience, you know, starting to work for an international company and learning, you know, how to operate in the big world. And I think it was a a great school for me and the company did well later. And, but I think it was a exceptional, exceptional, uh, uh, experience during the, during that time when I was basically starting the operations in Israel and hired a team and and, and a lot of responsibility again, I had a very uh, severe injury back then. It was 2011 and, uh, did I went to a party with friends and I I, I I basically I went with a very good friend of mine girlfriend of mine uh, for a night swim after the party and I jumped uh, in a bad place in into shallow water and I and I, and I and I basically broke my my neck and I was and I was paralyzed for about I guess uh, I'm still am I'm still injured and I have a lot I walk with crutches and using sometimes wheelchair and but I do still uh, I, I, I I still suffer from the injury, but I was in hospital for about a year plus, which was quite interesting because I kept managing the company from my bed in, in the hospital. Really? I could move only. Yeah. Uh, people came to do meetings next to the bed, but it was between rehabilitation, uh, um, between rehabilitation to sleep, to try to sleep, to, um, you know, do other medical activities. I, I tried to keep kind of like sanity and to, to keep doing... Uh, to keep working. It uh, wasn't ideal, but I still try to keep a kind of like a uh, a level of, you know, a routine in a way.
1: What was the so hardest was, part right. and the whole, if you look back at those year and that year and a half? So obviously there, there are so many difficulties that come with such an injury, whether it's, you know, the the paralysis of not being able to go out of the hospital or not being able to be as efficient as you want at work, or maybe in the relationship with your friend and your and your loved one. So out of the, when looking back, what were some really like, you, the, the really difficult things that you, you feel that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, we might not I, have, I obviously won't be able to really understand to a, a conversation like this.
0: So I think the biggest challenges were, were first of all, I felt um, I think that the biggest challenges were to understand that, that I' that my life have changed completely uh, and to accept it. Uh, to accept that was something that wasn't easy. Just imagine yourself. back then I was 30 years old. You know, managing a company in a very young age. Uh, you know, having a dating beautiful girls. You know, doing marathons, triathlons. And then you know, just super active uh, physically, and then suddenly completely uh, paralyzed. You know, neck down, completely paralyzed, and then being fed, being you know washed, being you know taking me from the bed to the wheelchair with a with a with a crane. It's losing the whole sense of self. I guess was the, the most or, or changing the sense of self in a way was the most uh challenging thing i guess in parallel to that of course the feeling of disappointing my family and the worries about my future and how it's going to look like uh and 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 finding my friends and everyone around me was was i think this was a, a very big challenge back then
1: and so um, you finish a year and a half you come out of the hospital obviously nine years later you're still dealing with the you' still dealing with it with the injury and but but you, but you Went back to the to a lot of the original life that you had before then, and so so let's continue that from yeah. that point on.
0: So I, I I think that after I was one one year plus in hospital, then another year in uh, full rehabilitation. But then I, I was I said to myself, you know, I was very lucky to have solid family around me, great friends, and and, and feeling that I'm gonna overcome it. Uh, and I fought really hard to overcome it. Uh, and, uh, I always dreamt about doing, uh, to study, to doing, doing an MBA abroad. So I was, you know, from that, you know, young child that grew up in the South to then suddenly you're in the Herod which is the center of Israel and Zell program. And then I see, I saw success and I wanted to always to study abroad. And I, 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 the, the first thing that I did after I had my recovery was to, uh, basically apply for an MBA abroad. And I went to do, the, uh, an MBA in Chicago uh, business school. Amazing so I did school, that in yeah. 2000, 2014 to 2016. It was a huge, great experience. You know, suddenly, you know, I'm, I'm starting with so many interesting people, global people, feeling that I'm ex- being exposed to new cultures, new ways of making business. Uh, so I really, really uh, enjoy that, 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 that period. Um, in parallel to that, I established another you know, Israeli entity for a UK based uh, uh, company. So I did that for uh, about another two years. Then I went to work abroad, and in, in 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 New York, uh, for a for a tech company where, where I did business development for the company after my MBA. But I guess from from 15, thousand fourteen fifteen, I'm looking in for investments and I'm doing due diligence and sourcing screening um, Israeli early stage companies for. You know, high net individuals, family offices from abroad, and we did a couple of investments. And in 2018, I've established uh, Homeward Ventures, which is a uh, which is a fund that invests in uh, uh, early stages startups uh, in Israel, but not not only. We invested also in American companies and others. So we were open. We're not necessarily geographically focused. Uh, and I really enjoy it. This is what I do since 2018, and uh, it's it's a it's a great experience, and I learn a lot.
1: And I, I really, really like it. Amazing. So you know, I think it's just inspiring that from the from for an upbringing that is not necessarily in the most entrepreneurial environment that you have, you 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 come through the Israeli military, you go to the IDC, you go to the Zell program, you. Study entrepreneurship more professionally through study, uh, creating businesses, uh, either failed or successful. It doesn't really matter. But you go, you go to business school, and now you're now you're a rena- renowned investor in Israel. But I I also want to understand a little bit about some of the, you know, the the key takeaways that you have from either your upbringing, your military service, the adversities that you've had. And I know that there were more than than we spoke about here, but but they're very significant, and I'm sure they're a very significant part of your identity. And I think this is a very special episode for me because, unlike a lot of other guests here, it's it's a very special uh, story that you know a lot of people grow up in a, in a very entrepreneurial household or a very technological household, and they grow into this environment. They don't put themselves there; they're placed there. And, and you put you inserted yourself into a lot of these arenas, whether it's business school or it's the, the Zell program or or creating a business. So I'd love to hear a little bit of reflection from you about that upbringing and perhaps what you would tell your younger self or what you would tell other young teens around the world who don't necessarily have the opportunities presented to them uh, like you had. <sighs>
0: Well, I think that, you know, go, uh, you don't need to, I think that you, you can find entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit or kind of like a um, step up mentality in every culture where you come from. I remember my grandmother, you know, when we, when I was young, uh, I think that this is something that many uh, old people in Israel used to do, but you know, she used to buy, you know, cheese that comes in plastic, you know, kind of like cups. And then, and, and after we finished, you know, those cream cheese, she used to wash them and we used to, she used to put a syrup in that for drinking and stuff. So I think entrepreneurial and thinking out of the box mentality is something that you can observe everywhere. It relates to the environment that you're at, which is Israel is a very you know, supportive uh, culture to that. Uh, but in, it can come by your surrounding. But a lot of it also should, I think, or I, I don't know, should is a hard word, but I think can come from your, inner world and personality, uh, to have, uh, you know, the, a mentality or a sense of, or to feel that everything is possible. I really believe in that. I really believe in dreaming big. I really believe in it, that everything is possible. Sky's the limit. All these cliches, they are not in my opinion. Anyway, that this is like, uh, anyway, this is how my life, uh, proved me so far. I always dreamed about being in the Israeli Navy seal, but I was a chubby boy. Uh, so I did a diet at the age of 16 and I lost 15 kilos and I got, I was always strong, but I, I, I decided, you know, so this is something that I did back then, or, you know, going into uh, the ZEL program, which I had to prove some, some grades or, um, learning to walk again, you know, it's something that I set myself a goal. I said, I'm going to learn to walk again. I'll be able to walk again. Maybe I can't walk as I used to walk. Right. But it's lucky that we do this interview while I sit, but still, I think that. I think that, you know, setting high goals, uh, and, and being, uh, having, uh, setting high goals and having a and dream big and, and target high, I think it's someone that everyone can have. It's not something. And, and if, if, if you do so, life will, I believe that life will, will show you the way and it and things can happen, even if you're not coming from the most obvious upbringing possible. I think Maybe that's, no, I think them, that's amazing.
1: But, you know, at the end, a lot of people face adversity, uh, A lot of people are, you know, are trying different things, and they're and they're they're getting knocked down, and then everybody says, "Just get back up, just do it again." The knocking down that you had specifically with that injury, and literally being paralyzed, not being able to continue doing the marathons and triathlons, not being able to operate as efficiently as you could, as you were in in the peak of in the peak of your years, right? That's that's a dramatic knocking down. What what do you tell yourself at that point when you're in the bed in the hospital and you have people coming to you for meetings? And you must feel inside that you're not fulfilling your potential at that point, right? It's. It, I'm imagining that it's something that con- that is constantly with you. So how do you go through the, that year plus? What What do you tell yourself in your mind? And obviously, that's something that a lot of people that are getting knocked down could tell themselves. But for you, it it was a much more dramatic scenario.
0: I'll tell you a story. I think maybe maybe it will encapsulate what, what my thinking around that. Well, a few nights after I was woke up, I was. I was in coma for a few days and then wow. later I, I woke up and a few days after I woke up, I, I couldn't move anything. I was in bed completely. And I had a high fever and I was, it was midnight or, you know, maybe one, 2 AM. I was sleeping in the bed in the hospital and the intense scare and my mother was, was just next to me. Um, and I, and I cried and I cried, I woke up and I cried and and, and I, I didn't think that she would hear me. And she asked me Umri, what happened? And I told her, well, Mom, I ruined my life, I ruined your life, I ruined my brother's life, I ruined everyone's life. Uh, uh, life is ruined. And she told me, well, as long as we are together and you're and you here, everything's everything's going to be okay. And from a mother perspective, the thing that, you know, okay, she could have lost her son a few hours ago or a few days ago, whatever. And now he's here, then nothing is as bad. So I think that it's, there was, oh, I always tried and I still aspire to try, man. Obviously, obviously, I fail. I failed sometimes, but I always try to grab or hold into the positive and good things in life, and and you know, and try to find a path uh, around that. Yeah, it was very easy for me to to be there and say, okay, I, my life is ruined. I'm going to give up, and that's it, and, and 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 it's done. But I decided to choose the other path to believe in myself, to believe that despite the changes, things will be, and things will be okay. And by the way, this is something that I say to. Entrepreneurs many times, you know, the, many times you can hit a wall or hit a or, or or you need to do changes in your plans as entrepreneurs, business plan, your personal life, whatever. And I think that uh, I think that uh, changes are not always necessarily bad. Even the change, I, I can also see the good things that happened since my injury. And if you ask me today, okay, wait, if I throw you back uh, ten years ago, would you change? You know, wouldn't jump? I don't know. I have a, you know, a child today, many things, many, so many good things happened since. So, um, and you know, I have work that I like, I have a partner, everything is, you know, so I I don't think, I think that focusing on the positive and on the good is the right thing to do in in any aspect, any any element. This
1: is uh, this was inspiring. Thank you. And uh, and I, and I'm I'm very excited to continue getting to know you better, and hopefully, and continue maintaining this relationship, both a uh, friendship and and professionally, because it's just a uh, I just love your your outlook, and I I grew up you know throughout high school uh, with with Daniel Rialy as also as sort of a role model, and and I got a chance to work with him later. He too he went through some very very difficult adversity at the age of seventeen. Um, he wanted to be a, a pilot in the air force. He wanted to, to do different things, and he couldn't physically because so of an injury.
0: Give, let's, give, let's, give, let's give Dan a, a brownie point here because I know Dan well, and when I got after I got had recovery, Dan was. We had a lot of conversations about 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 injuries, etc. Et, et and he really gave me a lot of uh, support and, and and a lot of back. He backed
1: a lot of you know my my recovery. So. That's uh, No, no, That that's wonderful. And, and I, so I get so much inspiration from the two of you. Right before we leave, Omri, I want to thank you again for being so generous with your time. I know that you are traveling right now. And and so thank you for taking the time to do this. But I need three words that you would use to describe yourself. Um, and I'm going to go with the first one. Uh, resilient is the first one. Uh, you have two left. I'm sorry. I never did this, but but uh, I'm going to get the first one. <laughs> I'm going to go on a phrase. Well, better. I'm
0: going to go on a f- oh, no on a phrase rather than words I think it's going to be never give up maybe maybe that's going to be it. but if you want three words we can go with that as well however, no, no, however
1: no. you want never give up is wonderful Amri thank you very very much thank and I, lo- I, for I look forward, I look forward to continuing getting to know each other thank you same here thank you very much bye bye